hunted him down, murdered his friends, and took the only thing he would kill for. You gotta cooperate, right? Wrong. Now, somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. Sally, when I promised to kill you last, I lied. The odds are unbeatable, but he's unstoppable. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Commando. Let's party. Rated R. Starts Friday, October 4th at a theater near you. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back. Goodness. I never thought we'd get around to this movie. This but... is an unexpected one, but when our guest brought it up, I had to jump at it because Absolutely. this movie is insane. I have very fond memories of it, and mm-hmm. we're about to get into it. Everybody listening out there, my name's Pete. And I'm Scott, and, and these, these are, are the movies, movies that, that made, made us gay. gay. So we yes, have two guests. Yes, indeed. Two of our very favorite guests, Ben Cheech from TCM Underground and Millie DeCherico from I Saw What You Did. Thank you so much. Thank you for Welcome back. How's it going? You? Going great. I'm so glad. I'm so pumped that we just watched this movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so much fun, right? It's like nonstop. Ben, uh, when you recommended to do this movie, I feel like we were going to do something else. But then when you said we should do Commando. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we clearly had to jump at it. So, yeah, we watched Commando directed by Marco Lester, the guy who did Roller Boogie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I yeah, did not know that until we I found that that piece of information from IMDb. Yeah, we were like, is he gay? Because he's, yeah, he's got these, these two, two under his belt. Two but. camp classics for sure. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah, and this movie was released October fourth, nineteen eighty five. Commando. I mean, this is our second Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. We did do T two yes. earlier in the year. Yes. Yes. I have questions about the timeline of this movie, like when it was released, because it's like right after Terminator 1, same year as Weird Science. Yeah. And I mean, we have yeah. to yeah. talk about the... Bill Paxton showing it. Bill, Bill Paxton, <laughs> not only that, but Vernon Vern, Vern Wells, Vern and Wells right? yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. The big bad of this um, movie. <laughs> so I, I was just, I listened to like an interview with a screenwriter sure. um, this morning, and apparently like it was like rushed into production they were like we have arnold for like a minute like let's figure out what script we can do so they basically read through a bunch of scripts and they were like we figure commando is the one that we can like change around best for arnold and like Mm -hmm. started production in like april of that year or like conception in april and then was like in the theaters in october so it was rushed oh my god and from what i gather this original script was about an israeli soldier yeah. Which yeah. is very interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, it went from like, being serious to being like, okay, let's just yeah. throw Arnold some one-liners, mm-hmm. strip it down to like, his bones. and Well, I could, yeah. I could also see in the hands of a different production company, one that maybe rhymes with Shannon – uh, it, this could have <laughs> turned into something, you know, maybe Chuck Norris is involved yeah. and maybe it yeah. can't be for a different reason. But, you know, the whole like ex-Israeli soldier and all of that and just mm-hmm. something that took itself way too seriously. But the thing I love about this movie is that, yes, it's ultra violent. 
yes, it's like unnecessarily like gory and bloody, but it also does not take itself seriously at all. Yeah, like it, yeah, everybody yeah. It, in it, lean, it leans into it. Everybody in it knows exactly what's going on. So yeah, it's that. like just almost at the level of camp and self-parody, yeah. but like doesn't wink at the audience too much. So mm-hmm. it's perfect. It's not. It's just it plays it straight, but doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, yeah. Scott, did I introduce you to this movie? You did. Yeah. So I kind of. I mean, I grew up on movies like Predator, right? But I somehow yeah. never wandered over to this movie. I feel like this me neither. I feel like yeah. this wasn't played on cable when I was a kid a lot. Sure. Like basic cable. Uh, oh, it definitely was. That's where I saw it all the time. <laughs> okay. uh, like, or no, sorry, not basic cable. I, I guess like Showtime different. and HBO. Yeah. Like that's where I saw it. And like over at Fran's house, it was just constantly on. And like all the boys in my neighborhood were just like, "Fuck yes, Commando!" Yes. And yeah. like, like I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, at the same time, like I loved watching like John Hughes movies and stuff like that. But I was also like loved to watch cheesy action movies <laughs> and like American Ninja and stuff like that. So yeah, that was like I, the beauty of being gay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I had like my ultra, like very boy, very masculine cousins that were just like super into you know Rambo and just like dressing up as soldiers and Mm -hmm. ninjas for Halloween and you know the camouflage makeup on the face and all that stuff. And so they were very much into this movie when it came out. And um, by the time I saw it, it was on VHS, and I was just like, "It's Samantha." Like, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Millie, are we having bug problems? <laughs> yes, it's like, there's a bug flying above me. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Uh, you know, by the, by the time I get around to watching it, I'm like, hey, it's, it's Samantha. I mm-hmm. love, you know, it's who's the boss. I'm in. Yeah. And then I'm just watching it and I'm just like, oh my Oh my Lord, God. This is a lot. But something about the, the violence in it, like the whole final showdown in, you know, Cuesta, oh, yeah. Cuesta Verde or wherever this like whatever <laughs> fake country this is. This fake country. It, it's in uh, Beverly Hills Cop too. It's the same mansion. Is it the mansion from Beverly Hills? Okay, that's I mean, why it it, looks I'm familiar. assuming it's one of the Getty Estates. I think. Is it? Yeah. I figure, yeah. I figure it must be something because I noticed those statues, the statuary, or whatever that yeah. they have yes. in the yeah. yeah. Um, I actually, I I'm with you, Scotty. I didn't see this movie. I think it's been in the past. I only saw it for the first time in the past, like six, seven years, mm-hmm. and um, I saw it on a date. <laughs> Best, <laughs> love that. That's the scenario of any of us. Yeah, yeah. Un- unfortunately, he and I did not um, form a partnership. Um, <laughs> we were just we just went out a few times. But uh, our, one of our first conversations was about um, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, and sure. he was couldn't believe I hadn't seen Commando. And so I was like, oh, well, let's fix that. And I loved it. I loved it immediately. I was like, I can't believe I've never seen this movie. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting in the kind of looking at Arnold's career at this point. I mean, Terminator, uh, kind of a big sleeper hit. Uh, kind of a Conan. small a small independent movie, just the that like could. Yeah. Kind of developed a huge following. But I mean, is this kind of the first time that... Arnold was playing a quote unquote normal person that wasn't yeah. like Conan the I Barbarian. He said that's why he wanted to do it because he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not like a barbarian from the past. I'm not yeah. a robot a from robot. the future. He's like, he's like, I'm a dad. He's like, I'm a dad. I'll do it. Sure, <laughs> sure. And, you know, this is so funny because, like, 
this is a period in filmmaking and with like movie going that Arnold Schwarzenegger, this Austrian, I think in the movie he specifies East Germany. Yeah. Growing up in yeah. East Germany. Uh, you know, this bodybuilder. We were talking about it. I said, I think Hemsworth in the in the most recent Thor Especially is in just, the new Thor. just yeah. as big. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. So we see yeah. we see this it's, body now. But in nineteen eighty five and nineteen eighty four, this was like what the who is this man? Mm-hmm. Right? This body adi adi. Yeah. yeah and is. we as Americans are just like Sure, he's ex-Special Forces, and now yeah. he just lives in the woods <laughs> with his daughter. And his last name is Matrix. John we Matrix. Have, yeah. <laughs> I love that. We have no problem with this. <laughs> yeah, I kept just every time they call him Matrix, I'm like, what? What? Huh? Oh, that's him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the whole John. thing. John. 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 Um, and the, <laughs> the whole, like, this angle in this movie is that he is Captain America. Pretty much. He's, he's got this super soldier strength that you just don't question. Oh, and, yeah, he can smell the enemy coming. Yeah. Down <laughs> I love the I love the that one soldier, he's shot in the arm on the ground and he's still like, the fuck you just say? Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to smell Yeah, he's them. like smell them coming. What the fuck do you think I am? Yeah, yeah I, was like, I did. <laughs> that image of Arnold pushing that truck down the hill. <laughs> That fucking hot—it's too much. I love it. Like me and Millie were both the Trailblazer. Yes, indeed. We were like, look at this truck. I want this truck. And it's just like these close-ups of Arnold and these like these Tims or like I don't even know. They probably weren't even Tims, but like the whole wardrobe, everything about it is just glorifying this crazy body that we're just like as moviegoers Mm -hmm. in 1985. We're just like, sure, he's just just a dude who's that strong. And it's crazy because as the movie progresses, that Henley or whatever the hell mm-hmm. he's wearing, it's like a button gets unbuttoned. Yeah. As, like, the, the, <laughs> like, as the movie goes on, so you're seeing more and more of his cleavage. Yes. You know, and, and then- it's like... That ain't an accident. Like, <laughs> how did that is not just like oh he was jumping off of an airplane and a button came undone. Like, that is a that is a calculated move by the filmmakers to show more of those boobs. Yes, I'm yes. Sorry, him, him and Radon Chan are fucking like competing for for breasts. Exposure. Yes. Like, when he rips her. her <laughs> Her blouse open to show some chest. One like, one handedly, by the way, mm-hmm. just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is some like Joey Tribbiani like magical like, and now <laughs> and now your boobs are out. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. I just there's just something about Arnold and like the kind of glorification. We see a lot of it now in these movies, especially these Marvel mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, but it was just something that we have to remember at the time, like. He was such an extraordinary looking person, you know, mm-hmm. this yeah. flat top, like all of it. Well, and, and part of like, I, and I don't know, maybe this is just me in my own observations. Mm-hmm. And, I, and to be honest, I haven't seen a lot of Marvel movies, right? but it feels like, like this movie was being made at a time where there, there was no like jokes to diffuse the fact that you were seeing this like oiled, yeah, hunky yeah. Yep. muscle man. Like now, even with Hemsworth and, and all these guys that look physically gorgeous, they're also funny and yeah. trying to be like, mm-hmm. and it almost kind of just diffuses the situation of like, yeah. we're looking at men's bodies or something. But <laughs> back in this day, there was no you, bones about you it. You just yeah. had to settle with Arnold's yeah. dad jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I sort of appreciate that. I don't know. I, I appreciate like a time when I guess maybe 
this this was like a more eroticized yeah. thing yeah. versus now, mm-hmm. which is you know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's when because I saw the um, was it Lost City, the um, the oh, Romance sure. in the yep. Stone mm-hmm. uh, uh, kind of remake. And I was like, why? why are, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, can they not make a movie where they just straight up make a romantic adventure comedy without setting up the premise of like, hey, we know this is cheesy, but we're asking right. you to come. like. They're, sure, they put yeah. so many preferences to be like, hey, we're a smart movie you guys can trust us to like laugh at this movie without just, instead of just making that movie. And it's like, that's the case with any action movie too. Now. I mean, I don't see Marvel movies and stuff like that, but it's, but I just feel like it's already like, they have to like, let the audience know they're like, Hey, we know this is going to be cheesy and it's okay. Scott and I always talk about like the death of like sincerity in movies yeah, Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. every like movies, commercials, Everything is so self-aware that we can't yeah. have those like '80s Burger King commercials where it's like Eve Plum just singing about this burger <laughs> and like how good this burger is. You know what I mean? Can we please get back to Can, Eve Plum singing? You about know what I mean? And then we, <laughs> Burger King. I just let's. You know, like marketing movies were, were so much more sincere and now it's just like, oh, we're so aware and so ironic of everything. Like you said, it has to be this wink and the nudge to the mm-hmm. camera and everything's got to be like, oh, well, that's America's ass and all of that. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know? Maybe that's why people have responded so strongly to Top Gun Maverick is yeah. that it does feel like yeah. an 80s movie plopped into into today into today we were talking about that and like neither one has seen it yet so but yeah we're kind of like wondering which way that movie is leaning it really does just kind of feel like an 80s movie and it had and it's it's like pg-13 like no no one dies there's no like skin at all well there's like there's a it's not a volleyball scene. It's a touch football scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh. But it's very family friendly. Like these 80s movies, all those ones that we watched that we had no business watching, like Commando and, you know, mm-hmm. the, especially the Arnold movies at the time and the, the Verhoeven ultra violence of something like, um, what's the one where they go to Mars? Total Recall. Total Recall. Yeah. That movie is like even more bloody than this oh, yeah. one, I think, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I think uh, yeah. Top Gun is kind of this weird hybrid of like sincerity mm-hmm. and you know I don't know modern ideas in movies, but yeah, yeah, this just the way Arnold I think in this movie in particular, or Arnold in particular in this movie is kind of portrayed. There's just no, don't question it, don't question. Yep. Why this foreigner is like so high <laughs> up in the U.S. military? You know, yeah. I mean, I guess that's like part of just his charm. I guess yeah. I to say it. You know, he's just like you're like, you're like okay. This time he's uh, uh, whatever trained assassin. Got it. Yeah. You okay, can we're, just, we're along for the ride. You can mm-hmm. just drop special oh. forces, and it answers all. The and you're questions. fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't know. Have y'all seen Conan? Movies? Like Conan the Barbarian? Yeah, yeah. I, I think those are the only two things he had done before. Mm-hmm. I recently only saw it for the first time, but I was. I was surprised at how much of his body he shows off. In you've, that. Never seen, you've never yeah, seen seen Hercules in New York. Oh, <laughs> I was, yeah, I've seen yeah. that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen parts of it. I never sat down and saw it. Like, is he is he showing the goods in that too? I mean, he's pretty much just walking around like the he's a, like he's a Tom of Finland character in that. <laughs> and most of that movie when God, he's on like the New York docks. Mm-hmm. God bless him. Like, I mean, like 
you know, I, mean, I guess he comes from the bodybuilding world of showing off his body. So yeah, yeah. he's used to so, it, just strutting around nude. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, speaking of Tom of Finland, we do have to talk about Vernon Wells in this movie. Uh, the- yes, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm assuming that just everyone in Hollywood saw Mad Max 2 R- Road Warrior and they were just like, who is that that is driving the bike with the mohawk? <laughs> Give me the number of his agent. Because, I mean, he showed up in this weird science in the same year. And from what mm-hmm. I understand is that, like, just John Hughes or just production just wanted him. They yeah. pretty much wrote the character as almost like a parody of Mad Max, and they just got yeah. the guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 So in that interview with the screenwriter, I was telling Millie earlier that, like, it kind of was an accident, and it was total accidentally gay, that uh, <laughs> he wasn't cast originally in the movie. It was some other actor, and mm-hmm. then... They basically were like, we don't think this guy's like physically big enough to like compete with Arnold. So okay. let's get a bigger guy. And they called in Vernon Wells. And then he showed up and was like, he's like, hey, I'm like on vacation and out of shape. So like he's kind of pudgy in the he movie kind of too. Is, and yeah, like yeah. His, his, his arms, out- his arms quite, quite, quite earnest tone. Yeah. But he's a big dude though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, the, but so the wardrobe was already made for someone else. So like he came in and like, he was like, I guess I'm in like fetish gear again with my mustache. <laughs> and so it wound up like turning the character way more gay. They were like, yeah, it kind of like, they're like, yeah, we see what you're talking about now. That it's like Freddie Mercury on steroids, but that wasn't intentional. <laughs> and I was like, really? But yeah, even if a smaller, you did, did the same thing. In mm-hmm. Mad Max. Yeah. And even if a smaller guy was wearing the same outfit, it's the, yeah. it's the costume. Yeah. You know, it's like the chain is like the chain with his dog tags yeah. was like a thick, like mm-hmm. rough trade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're gonna not... you're gonna be getting like your boots, like your boots shined. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, we noticed when we were watching it that it's actually not chainmail. It's no. like knitted mm-hmm. to look like chainmail. Mm-hmm. It's crochet. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like so it winds up looking like something like. Felicia Rashad would wear on Cosby <laughs> Show, or like an Eddie, I would say it looks like something Eddie Murphy would wear on a stand-up special. Like, oh, hey, <laughs> the kind of like combination of knit and yeah, leather. Absolutely. That, like, yeah, I, no, so you're... I was like, it just turned like fashionable and from <laughs> fetish. But yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, in one of the special features on the Blu-ray that we were watching, Vernon Wells said, "I'm the same height." And kind of weight class as Arnold, but he's pure muscle, and I'm just a person. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's a good. That's a. That's, that's what good. comes across. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, this movie starts out with like not only action right out of the gate, but just straight up wanton murder. Yeah, right out of these the assassinations <laughs> are. Uh, are like, oh my god! Are crazy. And can I just tell you that? Okay, so the idea is that you know John Matrix is a special forces guy. It's very convoluted. He like usurped, you know, Generalissimo Dan Hedaya from power. <laughs> movies. Okay, so guys, movies that made us gay, like Treasure, Dan Hedaya. Yeah, we have covered one, two, three, four, five, six movies. There's six of Dan, Dan Hedaya. Hedaya. <laughs> Nick, I don't know, uh, if you, and I don't know if you've ever seen 
Dan Hedaya, like in Blood Simple, when he's wearing the bathing suit, like oh, he's a hair uh, suit. My God. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> suit. One of the hairiest men in Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, you can see just his arms. Yeah, the opera glove arms. Um, okay, so <laughs> so John Matrix and his crew of special forces baddies uh, usurp Generalissimo Dan Hedaya of the Republic of, you know, Cuesta Verde. And, yeah. and now Dan Hedaya is recruiting people to pick off all of Matrix's men that were on his old team. And so the first guy that gets shot by the garbage men is one of the guys. But then Bill Duke, the like main baddie assassin from Predator, who Love is him. like scares the living Christ out of me to this day. Yeah. Yeah. He just yeah. has this stone cold look on his face. The scene where he steals the car as a kid growing <laughs> up, I'd never thought that that was a hit of one of the guys that the car dealer is mm-hmm. one of the guys. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I, mean, I know I that. See, I just kind of thought, that. I just always thought this is just to He's show us okay. how cold blooded he is. And I'm just going to steal this car and I don't care so, about human life. But I think that the car dealer is one of the guys. And this is a hit because it's right after sense. the first hit. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. See, nobody got, okay. You guys didn't think that either. I don't know if they were put in witness okay. protection or if this is just like a, second career <laughs> no, that, I, like he's I, done his time in the army and now he's going to be selling like <laughs> jaguars or something oh no those were cadillacs cadillacs okay <laughs> excuse me i i think matrix said that they were all given no identities okay to the one to the to the like one other army guy that shows up like 20 minutes too late to every like crime scene well, like what a trade-off like uh arnold schwarzenegger gets to live this like fucking Euphoric yeah. mountain life, and the other guy's got to sell fucking cattle. I know he's got to sell cars <laughs> on like a two, like the. Oh my god, it was that like house is, in the morning. That house is beautiful. Yeah, this yeah. I, we were cabin. trying to figure out where it was. I thought I saw a sign that said Mount Baldy or something like that, but yeah. I was like, I don't know where. I don't know where they actually. Filmed I think it's shot that, in the San shots. Bernardino mountains. I mean, yeah. like yeah. Mount Baldy, like Big Bear. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. But is it? But again, it's that time of the eighties where it doesn't matter. It, yeah, <laughs> is it like? Yeah. <laughs> it could say Mount Baldy in the background, but this is fully supposed to be like Utah or something. Like you know, you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like that. We're so mysterious in Hollywood; they'll never know. They'll exactly. Never know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, until we get to LAX, but then there's like that great set piece of him, you know, jumping out of a like plane that's taking off, and I was like, <laughs> ah, clearly this was the Tom, <laughs> the Tom Bradley International Airport, but. Is there like a swamp at the end of the <laughs> runway at LAX? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Which, <laughs> did, they, did that get paved over like in the past 35 the LA years? The swamps. Yeah. Infamous LA swamps. That bayou. That, that's literally my favorite scene maybe of, of the whole film is his, the plane stuff. Yeah. Because he at multiple occasions destroys the airplane yeah. <laughs> in yeah. some way, in some fashion. And With this plane hands. is none the wiser. Like no. there's no sensor that goes mm-hmm. off that says maybe don't take off <laughs> yeah. because somebody has ripped a hole through the cargo yeah. uh, section. I'm just like, there's, and then it just starts taking off like as normal. And I'm like, 
and he's and he's just destroying, going through the plane, trying to get out of the plane, destroying pieces of it. I mean, they certainly would have had a sensor that says there's somebody physically on the landing here. Like there's someone sitting. There's there. a door or a yeah. panel that he opens to get into the landing gear that would have yeah. to have some sort of a sensor. <laughs> but there's also a part, Millie, like you said, there's a portion that he sh- like shoves his bare hand. <laughs> A wild animal just threw that plane. He sees a wall and he digs his hands into it and says, I can probably just rip this shit down. But also from the other side, like the reverse angle, when he starts to tear it down after he rips his fingers through it, there's a zipper. Like that he could have just unzipped. Because it's fabric or something. Because I don't know what this material is that he just like jabs his fingers right into it. And it just like <laughs> rips it down. But yeah, he, he destroys this this plane. And I love that when you know they're taking off and the woman, the, the flight attendant who is, goes on to play Tila in Masters of the yeah. Universe. <laughs> oh, she was also like one of the nurses in Nightingales. Oh, uh, shit. As my friend pointed out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Deep cut. Deep cut. Yeah. But when she's like, sir, the plane's taken off. You need to sit down. And he's like, I'm airsick. Yeah. She's like, okay, all right. <laughs> have at it. He's a first-class passenger. They have like... I noticed that, yeah. It was- they, they've got free carte blanche <laughs> of the plane. <laughs> oh, man. This like silent murder... Of like <laughs> of that man, so good. That shook the entire plane. <laughs> <laughs> but they they go through pains to show like the angle of the of afterwards. The two people, the passengers sitting in front, are just dead. They're just like passed. Yeah. Plane has yes. taken off, and they're just like <laughs> just to illustrate to us as the viewers that that John Matrix is a silent killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I was like, presumably they were the first on the plane. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, they, they've just been seated, theoretically. They've already fallen into a deep enough sleep to not hear <laughs> yeah. someone's neck getting cracked, <laughs> literally behind them. And the his man, whole body, wow. his whole body jerks half yes, the plane. The yeah, man, the like, light. it is a very violent, like, move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yes, it's a first class seat. There's a lot more legroom, but still, <laughs> that man's taller than Arnold. First of all, and Arnold yeah. like six yeah. two. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> We're suspending our disbelief for this one. Yeah. So at this, many times so at this point that. of the movie, yeah. Alyssa Milano, uh, Alyssa. his daughter, played Alyssa. by Alyssa, <laughs> Alyssa Milano, has been kidnapped. And she is being brought to... See, I thought she was going to this mystery country. I want to say Cuestas Verdes, Cuesta but, I, Verdes. but I think that's from Poltergeist. It's Val Verde, I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Chili Verde. Verde. Yeah. They're going to Chili Verde. And uh, <laughs> it's okay. I, I, I can call it that because I can go and make <laughs> Chili Verde right now. Um, I, we thought that she was being taken there. Because Arnold's on this flight that lasts 11 hours. And he's going back yeah. to the... But she's on this island off of Catalina. That's when it got real but confusing for us. He's like, going back to <laughs> yeah. the island where he... She's actually being held. She's actually being... Okay. Yeah. But he's supposed to go assassinate the new president? Yes. Okay. The idea sure. is that I... Dan Hedaya sends him down to Central America to go assassinate the man that he previously put in power 
I mean, why doesn't he just hire a new assassin? I don't know. Why does it have to only be Arnold? Because Ma- only Matrix can do this. Only, job. only Arnold can. Yeah. Okay. I truly did not know that this was part of the movie. This is yeah, we, I think we just zoned out and just laughed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, because for, for a second I thought you were going to say that the president of Catalina Island. And I was like, sure. Right? Yeah. And that <laughs> would make just as much sense. And that's the thing. It kind of doesn't matter. Like, no, it kind of doesn't yeah, matter. Not at all. The whole ticking clock that he has with his uh, digital watch that beeps every second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's a close up on it. That watch is making noise. Every be a little a little distracting. I, I have to talk about Alyssa Milano. <laughs> yeah, because her haircut. So that mm. the they set up for a large part of the movie, the two of them, like him and his daughter, like be, having daddy daughter time. There's a right. lot of daddy daughter time. A lot yes. of like mm-hmm. you know hanging out. And her haircut is so sensible. That at times that she looks like his wife, like she's got that 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 kind of like um. Well, it's a little baby houseman. It's like a permed bob. Yeah, yeah, it's a permed bob. It's a little baby houseman. It's a little. (laughs) My sister kind of had a similar hairstyle when we were kids. It was it was it was going around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was around. Yeah, but it was but for her it was that thing where I would catch like if you just kind of like moved your eye Mm -hmm. fast enough you'd be like. Is that is that a grown woman? Because like, you know, the hair was like so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love. <laughs> Millie that. cracked me up when at a part where when Alyssa Milano is like uh, when she's kidnapped. Oh my god, uh-huh. I can't talk. When she's kidnapped, and then they like pull her out of the van, and her wig is like fried. her hair is like fried. <laughs> she, she said, "Is this a Yahoo serious wig?" And, <laughs> And I just died. I was like, this bitch just said Yahoo Serious. Oh, my God. Not, yes. not Yahoo it was, Serious. It was frazzled. It was much like Yahoo Serious. <laughs> Young <laughs> Einstein era. Uh, yes. <laughs> there was some, there was some, uh, a couple of shots of uh, the stunt driver for Ray Don Chong. Yeah. And her, her wig was a little... Yeah, yeah. Full force. <laughs> we got to get to we got to get to Raydon Chong. I mean, Raydon Chong like yeah. his performance. This is wild because there's zero like he just picks someone. There's mm-hmm. nothing there like he literally <laughs> yep. like she'll do and I don't know if it's because he saw her kind of having an interaction with the guy from the Warriors. Or, right. <laughs> or, or if it was just completely random, but there's zero reason that it's her. And you yeah. know, when he does finally go up to her, and he kind of he sneaks up on her from behind. And granted, she was just like sexually harassed in the LAX <laughs> yes. parking lot. You know, I said the same thing. <laughs> so you know, she's a little her nerves are a little shaken, and then she gets you know kind of come upon like from behind and. But he doesn't have a gun. He doesn't say, like, I'm going to kill it. He just says... I'm just going to rip the your passenger seat out of your sports car. <laughs> out of your cabriolet yeah. or whatever she's <laughs> bare hands. Yeah. Oh, my God. The, the yeah, direct- I feel like oh, the, if he would have just stopped and said, like, um, look, I work for the government. Yeah. Your car will be uh, your car will be reimbursed. Yeah. I need your help. Like, yeah. blah, blah. like I don't feel like he ever takes her into account and like, yeah. like he's putting her life in danger not, yeah. he's like i don't know if he stopped to consider her not at all but yes um the directors did say <laughs> that it was a conscious choice to find the smallest car possible 
just to, ma- to make Arnold look funny. Arnold looks so crazy yeah. in it. So yeah. I do right. think if this was fil- uh, if this was made a couple of years later, it would have been a Mazda Miata. But those had not <laughs> those had not gone into production yet. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do think that Ray Don Chong is kind of giving it as far as like she's throwing out some snappy one liners. She's kind of the straight man, yeah. in this relationship. Yeah. Or yeah. she's like, uh, I mean, she's she's us, the viewer that's been thrown into sure. this sure. crazy action movie. I, yeah, her great scene is when she's kind of like. You know how, like, when the person, the the innocent bystander who gets roped into, you know, the scheme starts listing off the things that are happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. She, during that scene, she's like, you take me from the airport. You rip the seat out of my car. Now you're making me do this. Like, that whole scene, that she was great. I was like, yeah. she's selling it. Like, yeah. It's funny. It's You can sense that she's concerned. And she's a great actress. Yeah. And it's not, it doesn't come off as, like, whiny yeah. or, like, oh, like, yeah. you know, like. I don't know. Um, I remember as a, as a kid, like I loved her. Like I remember she was like my favorite part of it. Like I was like, she's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I was, like, yeah. As well, whatever 10 year old kid, she was great. Yeah, totally. And I feel like, I don't know if it was a chemistry thing or what, but I, there's no like overt, like love story or yeah. like kind of shoehorned in, like yeah. they have to take a shower together or something, you know, it's right. just, they're just, yeah, that's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. they're, just, they're just bros. I yeah, mean, yeah, they definitely bros. sort of, they <laughs> definitely <laughs> sort of friend zone each other, but I mean, John Matrix has to get his daughter back. He does not have time yeah. to fall right. in love on the way. Yeah. Um, so this car chase ends up at America's mall. It ends up at the Sherman Oaks Galleria, which well, is in, at, yeah. I mean, pretty much any movie from this time that has a major mall scene in it, chances are it's the Sherman Oaks Galleria. This yeah. is the mall from yeah. Pastimes, from Chopping Mall. Yeah. Um, I believe it's from T2, right? T2, yeah. T2. Yeah. Um, yeah. T2 years, yeah. Valley Girl. America's Valley Mall. Valley Girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Do, we do see the... The movie theater from uh, Fast Times. We don't see the pizza place from pa- from Fast Times, nor do we see oh, okay. the, the licorice pizza. But what we do see is this like off the chain, the single like, bar, single bar. The single, single bar. bar. We were talking about that. I was like, this place is busy as fuck. Like people are coming <laughs> in and out of there. There's like so many people getting numbers. I was like, this this restaurant is popping. Yeah. Or whatever. That- that shit looked wild. Yeah. And that's the thing. At this point of the movie, it's like the middle of the day. Because it yeah. was like 8 o'clock in the morning when all when he like jumped off the plane or whatever. Yeah. So th- this bar or whatever is going on in this mall. I was like, all right. This this is on and popping. We got we to gotta get ourselves there today. But, <laughs> yeah. they, but they made it for the movie. It never, it never really existed, unfortunately. Uh, oh, yeah. And now, uh, I mean, I think it's kind of widely known that the Sherman Oaks Galleria has been since revamped. So it does the interior does not look like yeah. this anymore. You don't get um, right. kind of that really cool atrium yeah, with, that with the main, stairs. I don't think that it looks like that, that main anymore. courtyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the big. Bummer. Yeah, is this the one from uh, scenes from a mall? Uh, oh my goodness! It probably scenes is. Mall, pro- mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think we're like Bette Midler shares a, an elevator with Fabio. so these like crazy like tube balloon situation always as a kid i was like what 
it's kind that? of a bit of weird production design yeah, that they did just, for the movie. Just yeah. a little business that they had because he had to do that swinging, mm-hmm. that swinging thing. But this is where we really kind of get Arnold or John Matrix as Captain America. You know, when like yeah. the swarm of mall cops are yeah. covering him. He throws them off. <laughs> yeah, he throws off ten <laughs> cops at one time. <laughs> like how did that pile up start? How do you, how did ten cops get on top of him and then dude. he just comes up and throws them off. It's like Keystone Cops. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's straight up Keystone Cops. And also, the mall cops at this mall, there are 10 of them on duty at one yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> and they are all fully packing heat. Yeah, yeah. And not <laughs> yeah. afraid to fire towards customers. Straight up shootout. But I mean, I think the I think the most insane... Oh, picking up the goddamn <laughs> phone booth. So good. The best, because <laughs> you know malls yeah. that just have phone booths. Well, they probably had big phone booth bays at the time, right? Uh, that yeah. maybe, yeah. I mean, I think they would just have like the, a wall of payphones. Yeah, yeah, the payphones, yeah. but those those individual booths and just him picking that shit up and sparks flying, and that dude is just like, yeah. I'm a little white man in a big silver box. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, he keeps picking up that um, the little guy Fucking, from Twin Peaks. Yeah, it's freaking Sully, man. He is like, but he, but I don't know. He still keeps being like um, defiant. I guess you know. He just mm-hmm. like we get another car chase right after this. Yeah, where does where um, do they find the hotel key? Is it at the mall? It's he finds it in the car. In the car, yeah. okay. In Sully's little like yellow Porsche or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that scene where he drops him over the cliff was great too. Oh like, my god! <laughs> See that that, um, that is the most McBain like yeah. thing like of this movie. Just like that, yeah. I think that one liner, the like, remember when I said I'd kill you last? I lied. Yeah, that is that's the like quintessential a, that's like a straight up Simpsons yeah. gag. Um, <laughs> Marco Marco Lester talks about on, on the commentary when they were about to shoot that scene the night before. And he was just talking with Arnold about the blocking of, well, you're going to pick up this guy with your arm. And Arnold's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I cannot pick up a grown-ass man with just one arm and dangle him over a cliff. Like, it's physically impossible even for Arnold. Everyone like, just thinks he's an actual yeah. fucking superstar because he sells it so well. Yeah, just so, yeah. I mean, that's just, I mean, you, you just kind of think that Arnold is the superhero that can do anything. But yeah, Arnold yeah. does. I mean, he is a person that it is physically impossible to pick he someone kno- up. He knows his limits. By their leg and just like <laughs> hold them at like arm's length. So they ended up getting like a, I think they got I mean, like a wire. Like a crane, yeah. They got like a wire and a crane yeah, yeah. to do that shot with. Mm-hmm. Smart move. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Arnold. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just goes back to that those first shots of him coming out of the forest carrying a telephone pole. They can't even fit his whole arm into the shot. It's like part. Yeah. I was like, is that an elbow or a bicep or yeah. shoulder? I was like, which part of this fucking arm are they showing? And I was bicep like, to shoulder, but you can't insane. tell. I just assume it's a real tree, but. Yeah, that tree, yeah. That, that huge fucking log that he was carrying. We'll I was post like, a picture of it. Are you kidding me? I was kind of disappointed to find out that it was not a real tree. It, it was, was a prop like, oh. tree. Oh, bummer. I know. Bummer. Well, I believed it. Yeah. So they end up at this hotel. So I think the hotel scenes oh. are oh my, my favorite of the movie. So this hotel, For like... Sure. I have a lot to say about I, this hotel. I have a lot to say about this hotel. <laughs> I would book a room in this hotel tomorrow. 
Yeah, I was like, Trixie, Trixie Mattel needs to like I redo know, that Trixie one. who? Uh, <laughs> I just feel like for me, all that like, all the frosted glass cubes and the neon coming through, I'm going to need uh, some blackout curtains or like a complimentary like sleep mask because <laughs> I, I need dar- darkness. And it seems to me like all that light's just coming in 24-7. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of kitschy, right? Mm-hmm. At first, but after what, like in the real world, I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't. I so couldn't you're, say, you're saying the Sunspot Motel is not yeah. real? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Maybe. Christian James left and right over here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Sunspot Motel was uh, made specifically for that, this movie. But this yeah, I mean, fight, that's, this is definitely the funnest scene. Like first, first of all, you get Bill Duke, which this, is like oh my this God. fight scene with Bill Duke, so good. Yeah, um, and then he, I think he's like kind of like evenly matched with Arnold, like, yeah. like they're both like really like super yeah. big, and like I was like, okay, he's gonna fight you. Yeah, not this is good. Our our friend Eddie, when we were watching this movie, was like, "Didn't you love in the '80s in movies when people would just say fuck you, and then somebody would just go <laughs> fuck you? Like it's yeah. just the simpleness of just like a fuck you in an '80s movie is so yeah. Funny. I think yeah, I'm, I mean like an R-rated action movie is just like. They don't make them anymore. Yeah. yeah. I think John Matrix is called a motherfucker by like no less than four people in this movie. <laughs> that mall cop calls him. He's <laughs> the like, mall this weird fucking huge motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And then like when they first take him down after Samantha gets, you know, kidnapped, the one guy's like, don't move, motherfucker. And every time somebody <laughs> says it, there's like this hard R. They're like, motherfucker. It's really weird. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. The, the F-bombs are just like flying and I love it. Yeah. And, the, and this fight with Bill Duke is insane. Going through the wall. Yeah. He throws him through the wall. Going through the wall. Okay, so also my other favorite characters of the movie is the couple's <laughs> fucking. Because, oh, when we just rewatched, when what we watched the scene, they do. we had to pause the scene and just be like, she's, what is this? Like, he's sort of like... She's pegging him. She's pe- she's that pegging is exactly him. what we said. Like, Leanna Quigley or whoever this is. Fucking Leanna Quigley. Yeah. And like, the and the they're great, like, we need more jiggle. And the greatest American you. hero. So let's like, put you behind him. <laughs> and they're under and he's the, got like flock of seagulls hair. They're under and, the blankets, and, first of all, completely yeah, covered yeah, by blankets. blankets. Mm-hmm. So when they burst through, they both like rise up out of the blankets and she's behind him. Yeah. And we paused it and there is a Video camera and a light on a tripod. Oh yeah, pointed at the tripod. Oh, yeah. Wow, <laughs> good catch. We were like, oh shit. So they're videotaping sheets. Having sex. well, yeah. At that point, they're just videotaping nothing, like this mound of you know. And, and of course, linens. with like our nice 4K TV, we do notice mm-hmm. that. The guy is wearing like a. I think he's pretty much wearing a thong. It's like a dance belt. It's like a flesh colored dance <laughs> belt. You can tell when, yeah, yeah, because of our like freeze I'm frame. I'm not shaming anyone. <laughs> you want to wear a dance belt, right? And getting pegged. But let me. But let me tell you this. Motel, as, as a kid watching this with my cousins over and over again, this scene very much like had me feeling some type of way and not because of yeah. Linnea Quigley, mm-hmm. you know, and her boobies <laughs> flying around, but this like blonde greatest American hero flock yeah. of seagulls dude, yeah. like all naked. I was just you like, Oh cheek. God. Yep. Yeah. I was very, I mean, it's so fast. It's so fleeting. It's seconds. But I mean, 
1985. As a kid, like, yeah. I remember that, like, immediately. I was, yeah. like, I was like, he gets thrown through the door, and these, these people are fucking, and they yeah. just keep fighting. It's great. <laughs> and, like, I remember it being a lot more graphic than it was, because I feel like I, the first time I showed this to Scott, I was like, oh, here it is, where the guy's all butt naked, yeah, and yeah. Then it's like, boom, gone. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. it was more elaborate in my memory. <laughs> but, yeah, this, this fucking scene. And then the way Bill Duke is just impaled on a, a oh, chair yeah. leg. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's a chair. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, kill, killed by Memphis furniture. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then... What a way to go. What a way to go. And then Radon okay. Chong is sitting there giving, like, the best color commentary to this fight. Yeah. I was just playing some of this macho male bullshit. Macho male bullshit. These guys eat too much red meat. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just hidden behind, like some sheetrock yeah. while bullets are flying. I was like, is Arnold even concerned about her? Like, what if she would have died in there? Like, what, would, he, would he have felt better? Just like, I've still got to get to Samantha. Yeah, like, yeah. So I was not super familiar with her up until this movie. Right. Like, I mean, I think that before she did this movie, she did Quest for Fire, which I always right. get confused with Clan of the Cave Bear. Bear. Yeah. I don't know. That um, but it's a, yeah. It's a weird, Quest for Fire is a crazy, like, Caveman movie. Caveman movie. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. It's with her, uh, the dad from The People Under the Stairs, and um, uh, Del Toro. Um, oh, uh, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Yeah. So, Scott, I didn't tell you this story. I listened to Ray Don Chong on uh, a podcast once, and it was... Um, Wasn't it Chip's podcast? It's Chip's podcast. Chip Hope. Chip Hope. Yeah, it happened oh, in Hollywood. And, yep. Oh, yeah. the Hollywood Reporter one. Yes, yep. okay. yes. And yes. she's telling these stories, and I don't feel like I'm being out of pocket because it is on the Chip Pope Hollywood Reporter podcast. You know, <laughs> she's Radon Chong. Her father is Tommy Chong. She is a socialite growing up in the early 80s. And she's telling these stories about, you know, going to Studio 54 and hanging out with Mick Jagger and all this stuff. And she starts telling the story about having kind of like having an affair with Mick Jagger at like 16. And he's, yeah, and he's fully like in his 40s at this point. And she's just like, and she's just like, I knew what I was doing. I was not. I I knew what I was doing. I went in there. It was completely consensual. I knew who he was. I had. I knew exactly how old he was. He knew how old I was. It's fine. I don't care. I was not traumatized. I am not traumatized. I'm living my life. It happened. Move on. And I was just listening That's to it, wild. going, "Oh, You're like, damn, shit. <laughs> yeah." And she, and the whole interview, she was just like, like, boom. Bombs dropping here and there, like telling, talking about people, and she was just completely unfiltered and completely just like, this was growing up in Hollywood in the eighties. This was the life I lived, and I have no regrets. And I was just like, all right, you better work with. Did she talk? About, did she talk about any uh, salacious? sexual encounters with her um, C. Thomas Howell or something like <laughs> Right, her like, co-stars? You you said she mar- no, Is I she married, she married to him? To him so. Yeah, she yeah, she's married to him. No, all I, rem- all I remember was, I mean, what I took from it was the stories about Mick Jagger. And I was just like, oh my goodness. That was like the big bomb that I, that I remembered from it. I don't think she talked too much yeah. about like C. Thomas Howell because she was just like, that was like why would you when yeah, you talk about Mick Jagger ex- being forty yeah. and uh, me dating him yeah. while I was a high schooler? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. I don't think, wild. Yeah, I don't think yeah. anyone's allowed to talk about Soul Man anymore. So um, I think like, it has to be like scrubbed. <laughs> so yeah, 
Wow. Because that was my introduction to her. Yes. Yeah. Soul Man. Same. Yeah. Same. So. Yeah. And then she's also in Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. Yeah. Which is an anthology movie. And her scene is with James Remar. And it's like really good. And it's kind of like like an erotic thriller scene where like right. there's gargoyles involved. And so you just have to go watch it. Um but it's like got that like hot like late eighties early nineties James Remar so I was just like that was another reason why I remember her a lot was because of that specific mm-hmm. performance. Oh, but Soul Man is the weird blackface yeah. movie. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Sure. <laughs> but, she, but she married to Thomas Howell. Yeah. From meeting him on a set, that, which yeah. is wow, wild, <laughs> wild. Yes. Yes. Indeed. So right on top. Yeah, I, but I think she I think there's kind of a situation where what I gathered from the other podcast was that she is a little unfiltered and that kind of put a cap on how far she got in the industry as far as sure. roles. Yep. Because yeah. she's oh, yeah. so like she tells her mind, tells it like it is. Probably tells tales out of school. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. We were kind of wondering why she wouldn't still mm-hmm. be working. And yeah. Why she kind of just stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and also kind of a role that I mean, it would have been a big deal that this is a black woman that is yeah. opposite the lead action star. Yeah. Like this yeah. could have easily been like Bo Derek or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what were we talking yeah. about the other day with um, what movie was it? When we were talking about how it had to be. Certain like oh, race. We were watching Catwoman. We're watching the Catwoman yeah. movie. Catwoman of Halle Berry. With Halle Berry. And her, oh, yeah, yeah. her romantic love interest is Benjamin Bratt, who's uh, South American. And just the kind of Hollywood ideals of like what is kind of acceptable for people to take right. in. You know, like, you know, I think like even Mendez in Switch, you know, with. Uh, or Hitch, not Switch. And Hitch with with Will Smith kind of talks about like they couldn't like if Will Smith's like leading ladies couldn't be white like at the time it had to be like wow. a Latina or another black woman you know and just like these ideas of like who you know who they could cast opposite certain actors and yeah. I mean there is no love story in this movie. And there's so. no love yep. story in this that's movie. That's probably so why. maybe that's yep. why it got pulled or, you know, or if there was one, it got taken out because even though he's, you know, not quite the all-American actor because he's, you know, right. quote-unquote a foreigner, he's still, like, for all intents and purposes, he's a white guy, right? And so maybe in 1985, it would just have been a whole other conversation to make it, you know, to give them, like, a yeah, love story. Like- even the, the screenwriter in the interview, I mean, like it was, they, they didn't cover everything, but they didn't really talk about um, Raydon Chong, so, and about the kind of relationship and all. They didn't mention that part of it, mm-hmm. so. Again, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe in a way, he was still kind of a robot. <laughs> like, right, like, right. He's a, he is a, 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 a real man who somehow procreated to make a daughter, even though there's like little to no information <laughs> yeah. about what sure, happened there. The wife, yeah, uh, yeah. And then, is incapable of uh, of relationships because he's you know he's still yeah. just like pro- programmed to beat yeah. people up and rip phone boots out of the foundation. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a it's a very interesting like conversation about you know all of that. Especially, I mean, and we and we did a commentary track for for Catwoman. So our patrons. <laughs> on, on our Patreon, our patrons can go listen to us yak about Catwoman for an hour and a half. 
But um, awesome. yeah, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I think that she is giving a, a, a fun performance yeah. in this movie, and um, yeah, she's great. Yeah, great. I feel like a role like this could have been a lot different in another kind of a uh, you know, if this was a canon film, we would have definitely seen her boobs. Oh, 100%. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, I mean the scene with the bazooka where she shoots it the wrong oh way. Oh my like, god! I fell, I fell out as a kid. I so was, good, like, and like she the fall, funniest thing yeah. that ever happened. And then when she shoots it the right <laughs> way and she falls backwards, all of that stuff yeah. is like mm-hmm. oh, perfect. Yeah, so good, so good. That scene where Arnold drives the truck into <laughs> the army surplus store, I'm just like, oh my god! Like it's just where he goes to get a bazooka, yeah, from the army surplus store. And this, so the army surplus store, they've and, got like the room full of Uzis and like a right. straight up rocket launcher. And this was okay. kind of the time of the movie that I kind of question. I'm just like, does Arnold? Does John Matrix just have like a license to kill? Like, can he just do anything? <laughs> and he's yeah. given carte blanche because he is ex special forces. Yeah. Like, is he going to answer to any of this at the end of the day? Robbing right. the army surplus store that could probably be like 20 years in prison. <laughs> I mean, that one guy from the beginning of the movie in the beret that just keeps showing up after every like catastrophic event. He's just like, Oh, okay. well, John matrix has been here. So, you know, like some bad stuff's going to go down. So sorry about it. Like local cops. Um, <laughs> when they, yeah, when they, cart, when they cart him off in the paddy wagon and then like, she pulls up next to, you know, the, the, the cops and the two cops are just like, Oh yeah, look at this one. She's got something for us. Oh yeah. That shit is. <laughs> and then, yeah. just And then she shoots a freaking bazooka at the thing. And I'm just like, well, it's a good, Thing that like John Matrix didn't just get like his face. Yeah, blown maybe off. just blow up the entire yeah. vehicle. Like, <laughs> oh my god, it would have been a great ending to the movie. Like, yeah, <laughs> but you know, she gets one of the best. She gets one of the best little like quips of the movie too, where he's just like, "How'd oh, you yeah. learn? How'd you learn to to shoot that?" I read the instructions. I read the instructions. The instructions. Oh, love it. <laughs> they they said he said in the commentary that the other line that they were going to use was I learned it in high school. Um, <laughs> I think instruction manual is a little yeah. A, I think it's a little yeah. funnier. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, I love also that like she's a she's a flight attendant and so she's also taking flying lessons okay yeah. she wants to be yeah. a pilot it works yeah you know she wants to like work her way up in the biz all right yeah um <laughs> gives her a little more to do yeah yeah it's good for her. yeah and it gives her more to do exactly um and i love when she's just like this is not a plane this is a canoe with wings i am not about those <laughs> tiny planes <laughs> and when arnold is like in the plane and he's like walking into the cockpit that shit looks so fucking small i'm like no ma'am all right <laughs> no i am not I'm okay. I'll swim to Cuesta Verde. <laughs> yeah, this is like an Aaliyah plane. No, yeah. thank you. Yes. Seriously. Definitely make sure that it's underway. Not, not interested. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Throw out everything we don't need. Take your socks off. I think, I think that I zoned out during all that part of them talking about the plan and getting to the island because oh, I was yeah. like, he's about to get in his Speedo in a minute. And yeah, so yeah. Just like, and everyone's just talking. anticipation <laughs> to the... To the uh, 
when he washes ashore. Why? So why? <laughs> There's no reason for him. To so strip I mean, some of the oh. best parts of these '80s action we like, movies. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. I was gonna say. So I mean, the best part of these '80s action movies is that all of these guys, JCVD, um, Kurt Russell, <laughs> Stallone, they usually showed their buns. So they I guess show their buns. We yeah. had to. I mean, so we just got the black speedo. Which I'm fine with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But for no reason, he was just sort of like, I don't want to get these other clothes wet. I my, don't want them to get splashed in the in the lifeboat. And the green and Henley, shore, I'll put them all on. The green Henley so, had been through enough at this point. Yeah. The green <laughs> Henley could, could open no more. <laughs> it was down it to his, ripping. yeah, it was down to his belly button. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, does Arnold show his buns in anything? Oh, there has to be uh, at least Terminator. one. Oh, well, Terminator, he shows the whole Wang and Terminator. Sure. Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, Terminator 2, I think he's at yeah. the truck stop. There you go. The yeah, yeah, but it's, it's a shadowy, it's, it's a shadowy bun. Very shadowy mm-hmm. buns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and Conan, you see his butt. Yeah, lot. Conan. Like, he has a... Yeah. So. I, uh, <laughs> my sister and cousins and I, um, we liked Conan the Barbarian, but we liked the sequel... Conan oh, the Destroyer. I'm waiting. I'm dying. It's like, oh, the, yeah, the Destroyer. Conan the Destroyer. So yeah. It's, it's, with, it's yeah. with Grace Jones. It had Grace Jones. Yes. That's why we liked it. I've seen like her parts. But yeah. I haven't That's why we liked it because we were like, Grace Jones is in this. Like, she's so cool. Like, us as little kids in the 80s, we were like, Grace Jones is fucking cool and she's in this movie. Yeah. So we love this movie. Like, what is that? Yeah. That's so yeah. crazy. Like, how her, her, like, her reach <laughs> like got to us as little <laughs> children in like West Covina. Um, so yeah, this the speedo is completely unnecessary, but we love it. It's iconic, mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. And everything that happens after this oh. is just a it's a blur. So did you guys watch the director's <laughs> cut or the regular theatrical one? I think that we must have watched the director's cut because I didn't remember some of the stuff. And then I was coming reading, off some of the gore, some of the gore that we saw. I was like, I yeah. I was clutching my pearls. Well, I was like, Oof. so I was. In the interview that I listened to, they were saying that um, that basically Mark Nestor got to go see a sneak preview of uh, Rambo, okay. and was like, "Sylvester Stallone just killed like a hundred guys in that movie. Like, we have to amp it up." So they changed um, the original ending to go back, okay. so that when he for the finale thing, he could come in and shoot one hundred more people, so they could like <laughs> like increase the body count. Oh my They're basically God. just like like Sylvester Stallone can't outdo us. No, yeah. So so let's go. So let's go kill because once that, once he gets to the island, he is just like machine gunning people left and right, and like people are flying. The the Uzis, the machine guns, the amount of like artillery that's yeah, like yeah. expended in this movie. But it's it's funny that you talk about like the Stallone versus Arnold kind of rivalry, and then this is kind of because because. I I have young parents, okay, mm-hmm. and not only were my parents a little bit younger, but my mom. I always say that like the the joke is that I have like a cha cha mom. She was like mm-hmm. she was a cool mom. Yeah. She was younger. Want to like, go to the mall? Yeah, <laughs> she loves going to the mall. Yeah. Like she always took us shopping, all that stuff. And she was very much into celebrity culture, pop culture. We watched Academy Awards every year. We got dressed up and sat and watched them. She watched the VMAs <laughs> with us and watched Arsenio and all that. Um, Love it. And so she was very into the Arnold versus Sly versus Bruce Willis. Well, and also oh, yeah, of yeah, it yeah. all. Well, and also and they think- were Planet Hollywood. 
Mm-hmm. The That's three right. Of them. right. Right. Which probably the Inquirer did cover a lot, and I know that and your I'm mom sure the did Inquirer have a cover- subscription to the, <laughs> well, like my, the Inquirer. My grandmother yeah. had the subscription mm-hmm. to the Inquirer where we got it delivered to the house. But yes. And um, I remember one of the big things that my mother was like all about was that um, Bruce and Sly, when they started having kids, they only had daughters. And Arnold was the first one to have a son. And he was like, I win. I win. I had, a, I had a son first. And it turned out to be Patrick. Womp womp. Isn't Patrick, having, like, isn't Patrick on a big show right now? Oh, is he? Is not I think he's having like a big moment on some show. I, I think he's just kind of like a dummy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, give me Rumor Willis any day. Like, the Willis daughters are like cool as fuck. Like, I mean, they're, they're, Bruce Willis is my number one. I mean, and only like, yeah. I, like and the Willis daughters are fucking is, is cool. My favorite. Yeah, Moonlighting ever. is great. It's got the best theme song. It's like so funny. Um, Sly's daughters are fucking gorgeous. Like Sly's daughters oh, are yeah. ridiculously Who's their beautiful. Their mother is um, she's a model, and I can't remember who their mother is. I'll look it up right now. They get a they have a fun sassy grandma. They have a sassy grandma. Yep. <laughs> they, they've got yeah. Jackie, you know. But the whole thing at the time, I Frank remember. Stone. Yeah, and Frank. They got Uncle Frank. But I remember at, Frank. at the time, the whole thing with the rivalry was that. They're all having daughters. And this was like a bad thing. Like, oh, they all just keep having daughters. Like, what the hell? And then finally, like, Arnold had Patrick. And it was like, finally, one of them has a son. This like Scion to, like, carry on. Are they on. Are royal? They're yeah. American royalty? So weird. But it was... I will say, I remember when Planet Hollywood first came to town. Like, I remember okay. yeah. if you had... That planet, that planet Hollywood jacket, that mm. like embroidered like baseball <laughs> oh. jacket, you were the shit in my school. I mean that like, jacket, that was. jacket that probably even back then cost like eighty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. At the time, yeah. yeah. I just remember they had a Yippie Kaye Mother Burger. <gasps> Love it. Okay. Okay. I remember. Yeah, my, it was um, like everyone had like the Hard Rock shirts. You know, yeah. in like middle mm-hmm. school. But if you had a planet it, Hollywood jacket, it was, was like it. you must have went to Hollywood and knew somebody <laughs> to get that jacket. It was move over a huge that. deal. It's got a it's got a car hanging out of the side of the building. Where was where was Planet yes. Hollywood initially in LA? <laughs> planet Hollywood in LA was like somewhere on the west side, I don't even remember. Was it like standalone or was it in like a mall or no, something? No, it was like just a it wasn't in a mall or anything. It was just like, boom, there it is. Wow. Yeah. It was so long ago. I can't even remember yeah. though. I have to look it up. Yeah. Way yeah. before my time coming to LA. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like as far as like the, like Arnold versus Stallone, mm-hmm. like, like Stallone just doesn't have any like fun movies. Like it's not, yeah. I mean like Arnold is just like, yeah. it's like a, every movie he makes, is like fun to watch and every character has his fun. And like Sylvester Stallone is just kind of like, I don't know. I never got into. I, well, I, mean, I never like Rambo. I guess. Yeah. I guess Stallone will, would probably just say, "Well, I have the fucking Oscar, so I'm Hey-oh. immediately like <laughs> the cool I one." Mean, mm-hmm. I think Rocky yeah. Four is fun, but like the Rambo movies are too much. Like they're never yeah, quite yeah. been my thing. Too testosterone. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, I and for me, I think I like Arnold's like sort of gym bodybuilding connections like i yes. feel like like yeah. pumping iron like mm-hmm. that whole thing i was just sort of like okay. yeah i i can see like we we know this guy's history in a weird way we've seen him like pumping iron next to 
baby Lou Ferrigno yeah. dad in public. <laughs> yeah. And now he's like, he's clearly now, we've seen the trajectory, he could be a star. He's this, mm-hmm. you know, but for for some reason, Stallone did not connect with me either. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know why. I just wasn't. Yeah. You know, what's interesting yeah. too, and a lot of the special features on this movie, everybody, everybody talks about like, you know, at the time Arnold was doing, you know, the Conan and all that stuff. But what there was, their big point was he's so funny. He's so yeah. personable. He's mm-hmm. so like, and it's like, all right, say what you will about the politics and all that. And like the governor mm. and everything, but it's like, he's, he's very charming. Yeah. You know, yeah, when you see him on sure. Conan, yeah. when you see him on all that, he's like very charming. Like the commentary track for total recall is amazing. First of all, yeah. oh my God. well, for, <laughs> what, for one thing, he's describing the movie to you as you're watching it. He's play like, by play. yeah, play by yep. play. But, the, but like <laughs> the movie starts and it's the, um, it's the horse, the Pegasus it's, it's that the comes tri- running it's the TriStar horse, the TriStar yep. Pegasus. Mm-hmm. And the commentary immediately starts and it's him and Verhoeven. And he was just like, oh yes, I remember when you put me in the makeup to to shoot this scene, me as the horse. This is me running towards the camera. And the wings, <laughs> the wings were so heavy. And and me and my friend Matt are just like, oh my God, he's insane. <laughs> he's insane. He's so stupid. And we love it. <laughs> yeah. He is so he is so charming. He is my absolute like I'm with you. Yeah. You gotta forget all the like economic girl yeah, man yeah, yeah. shit. You have to like forget his politics, but Honestly, for for me, he is my absolute favorite. Yeah. Like, I will never get over, like, when I first saw Terminator 2, Judgment Day, and he had, he was simply a fucking badass yeah. in that movie. Like, I was like, they're letting him be the full scope of this yes. guy. Like, yes. he is the absolute superstar. You know, he's got the jokes. He's got, you know, the cool looks, you know, yeah, and all yeah. this stuff. And I was like, yes, Arnold. Come through. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, we get like kindergarten cop. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> sort of like I the shot of water Arnold story. Two, two years have never been the same. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tumors yeah. have never been the same. Absolutely. I, I will say that his interactions with Alyssa Milano. I was like, this is a, a little bit of a preview of what yeah. would be, yes. you know, kindergarten. Yeah, His interactions with the kids mm-hmm. are, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, too, in the early scenes with Alyssa where it's just like they're going out for ice cream mm-hmm. and they're, like, chopping like- wood. But then he's teaching her, like, self-defense and, yep. like, martial arts. Yeah. So like, all right. There's some, like – I remember – The beginning is, like, is total – sitcom like oh uh, absolutely like you can put the full house like, yeah theme song over it and- yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know because then we, when we do see samantha being held hostage in like el presidente's mansion or whatever and she fully <laughs> is like hacks her way out she's with like a doorknob she, she, Love got it. That, she got that all from her dad papa got, papa john matrix she got yep. that all from mm-hmm. like yeah daddy matrix just like how to how to escape a hostage situation with the tools at hand knock that fucking doorknob off the she karate chopped that doorknob off like <laughs> out of the wall and just started hacking away and like made her way out love it yeah <laughs> yeah, is she getting homeschooled by Arnold? Uh, like, that was the other thing. I was does, like, does a bus come up to that 
No. I mean, I grew up in the country. She probably has to walk to the bus stop. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> With her Duran Duran posters on the wall or whatever she had in her bedroom. Oh, yeah. Boy yeah. George. Blown to smithereens. <laughs> the boy George. Oh, God, the explosions in this are fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, that- one point, like, when it blows up like four huts or whatever fort things all one time and it's just like you get like eight shots of it with like and a tiny grenade Mm -hmm. just like completely no but yeah yeah, uh when the the early shots though when they're just like have she made she made him a sandwich and like a little salad and all that and he's reading he should be he should be girl george the boy george conversation (laughs) i can't oh my god oh my god i missed that Oh my god! Yeah, he's looking at. Um, I must have been talking about something else. At one yeah, they're they're reading. I think he's he's reading Cream magazine. Cream, fully oh, just wow. Cream magazine that was still being published in '85, and he says, "Oh, it'd make it so much easier if he was just Girl George," and she's just like, "Oh, Dad, oh, Dad, <laughs> you don't know what's cool." Not a new way, can I take it, John? Yeah, no, no, no. Right. He doesn't. <laughs> he's not listening to the new wave ska hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um yeah, this final like this firefight on this island's like presidential mansion is insane. The amount of explosion. <laughs> the amount of bodies that the body count. The body count is crazy. It's I mean it's probably maybe almost 100. Well, it said 81. 81. It said 81. Oh, we wow. looked it up. Uh, yep. That's a lot. That's, uh, so, that's a lot. Just, and that scene where you and, got, all, and all the statuary. Uh, oh, R.A.P. All that statuary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he hides in that hut, though, and they like ambush him. Oh my god, that was jarring. <laughs> that, that tiny. Uh, that when tiny. Showed, I was like <laughs> this little garden shed. But he's fully like Spider Manning like himself in the like in the roof of it or whatever. But when he comes out, the like. Is this where like the the saw goes through the head? The circular saw, the goes, circular through, saw? goes through yeah. the face. I think he scalps one guy with the circular saw, then another one goes yes. in someone's neck. Then he fully just chops someone's arm off with an axe. Yeah. Br- brutal. Yeah. That's I I don't remember those parts. Were I don't there. either. As a kid. I don't remember like, it being I mean, that graphic. That must have been director's cut. I think stuff, this huh? is director's yeah. cut stuff. Yeah, yeah. When you sure. look up on Reddit, I did a Google search of uh homoerotic <laughs> and then um commando. There is a whole subreddit of homoerotic <laughs> Colin Commando and Bennett. Oh, yeah. Like the love story I mean, between those two that, characters. We have their to final confrontation is like basically Arnold cock teasing him yeah. to come out and fight him like yeah. with a knife. Yeah. And, like you don't have to be Freud to figure that out. So. And like, they look like um, they're in a leather bar. Like they're yeah, yeah. places, <laughs> you know, it's like, they, it looks like they're in the Eagle. Really. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Someplace called Down there. Steamworks, you know. something like that. Which that was, they had to rewrite that ending too. And that is apparently the base. That's like the basement of the Fox Studio. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, because like somebody like looked in there and they're like, "Oh, this will work for the end." Yeah, because why yeah. does this presidential palace have this like elaborate steam room? Um, yeah, just specifically <laughs> when he's like, "Don't shoot me!" Like, put down your gun and come, put a knife in me. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, 
Like, I mean, I mean, I was like, Arnold knows he has the hot yeah. arm, and he's like taunting, and him. he's using like, it to his advantage. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, and uh, sub- Bennett subtext is text, <laughs> absolutely, and Bennett falls <laughs> for it. Bennett fully falls for it, and it has this like protracted, like yeah, this fight, this like, I mean. This phallic, phallic yeah. symbol that <laughs> ends up killing him. I mean, in the, like this isn't just like us being reading queer context and right. everything. I think like I mean, like straight guys know that this is gay. I mean, like yeah, I've heard so many straight guys be like, "This is the gayest action movie <laughs> like like ever," and so like it's there, but like, accident or not, but it's there. But Scott, did you not? Did you read that Vernon Wells has kind of said that like he's playing it? I want like to say Bennett's that in love I want to with- say Vernon Wells has sort of had remarks. I mean, yeah. Renan Chan even says on the on like the special features that we were watching that this is a pretty gay action movie <laughs> too. So I feel like he even like leans into it. Sure. When he talks about this movie that yeah. it's like it, it's a love story between these two. <laughs> yeah. And then you kind of think of the cinematic subtext of him as an actor in like him and in, in Road Warrior, that when he's yeah. with the guy in the motorcycle, they're they're probably like, yeah. That's like his little like that's boy like, toy. That's like his little like fuck slay. Yeah, on the back of the motorcycle. On the back of the motorcycle. Bondy. Yeah. Of so yeah. you kind of draw from a little bit of that yeah. that they're using the yeah. same actor. I mean, you have to you have to say it's the same thing that they talk about with the original Top Gun. It's like ex military guys. Yeah. Okay. Like read into that what you will. Yeah. Yeah. Who are reunited mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and yeah. now they have to battle each other it's like okay it, like it's not too far for me a straight woman to be like oh they might have had a relationship yeah. and they're rekindling it and they're it's being played out through these like violent acts mm-hmm. but we all know mm-hmm. it's, it's highly sexual <laughs> i have i have yeah. in my notes manifesting sexuality through violence well yes absolutely <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. and then yeah like we said the ultimate like ending of this movie is he impales him with this like this yeah. steam pipe with raw, a rod essentially <laughs> <laughs> whatever this is phallic yeah. rod penetrates him with a rod yeah and then <laughs> what does he say like let off some steam let off some steam let off some ridiculous but I, I mean as a kid, obviously, you don't get any of that stuff. What what I get is like, right. whoa, he like threw this pipe at him so hard that like the steam's coming out of the pipe at the end. Yeah, I mean like mm-hmm. as a kid, it was just like Arnold Schwarzenegger's yeah. body. Yeah. Like that was just yeah. like yeah, that was the takeaway. I was yeah, like, that's it. Not nonstop homoerotic cabaret. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's body. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah, know if this muscles. makes me wish I would have seen it as a little kid because I definitely. I think that there's just so much of that little kid um, explosion-y, mm. phone booth ripping, <laughs> yeah. you, know, par- you know, parachuting from, like, the fourth floor of the Galleria to the, you know, <laughs> to the elevator shafts or whatever. You know, all that jumping off of an airplane, are you kidding me? Like, uh, all that yeah. stuff would have really impressed me as a yes, kid. Yes, yeah. So. To this- yeah, I mean, it's perfectly paced as, like, yeah. those sequences, and it's almost like a slasher movie where you're kind of, like, you know the general idea of, like, okay, it's a revenge movie, yeah, or, like, yeah. you know, he's out on a mission, a revenge mission, 
So then there's like setting up points for the action movies, like yeah. same as a slasher. Like you're setting up for Jason to come in and kill somebody, and like you don't remember what happened as a plot, but as a kid when you're watching, you're just like all and these fun get, parts like, are coming. And up. you get yeah, all the of the and you get all of the bad guys. You get sort of the first yeah. henchman, which is the guy from the Warriors. You get the heavy, which is. Uh, Vernon. Vernon. Yeah. So you just sort of get all of yeah. these stock players of action movies. I feel like Dan Hedaya didn't yeah. get enough of like a kill scene. Like he just, he gets yeah. killed with like a machine gun and falls out a window. But you're like, yeah. is he the main bad guy? No, I think the other guy is the main, but Bennett's yeah. the main bad guy. Yeah. It's kind of unclear there, but yeah. They don't have the person. Yeah, Vernon too. Wells had to be the final boss. Yeah, the yeah, the, the final boss. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> To this day, I will look to the back of the plane to see if I can find the elevator that the that the. <laughs> yeah, what? How did he go from the bathroom to where he was? And we was were like, like What's an going ele- on? It's like an like- elevator. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And there has to be some way for the the staff to get to the cargo hold. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think in the movie, to me, it looked like there was an elevator. Yeah, I thought yeah, that too. Yeah. So okay, but, I was just like, and as a kid, I was like, oh, there's a, every plane has an elevator in the back that the stewardesses can like just jump in and go like tend to the the Dobermans that are in the in the cargo. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's where they put the Muppets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a, the Muppets, the Dobermans, yep. and you know yeah. the luggage. Apparently, yeah. Um, so yeah, a certain a certain things in this movie always stuck with me, like the with like uh, the, the elevator and the plane. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, seeing it as a kid, it was definitely it had just enough like nudity that we were like. We shouldn't be watching this. We're too yeah. young. We're too young for this. But then it like flashes away so quick. We, I, I definitely saw this too young. The amount of murders, even without the director's cut gore, there's, a, I mean, eighty-one bodies. It's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot for one person. <laughs> that's more than like. That's more than like Halloween kills. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy, but I mean, I'm I'm glad I watched it as a kid because Arnold is definitely like it. Really, kind of gave me a more well rounded view of him as like sure. okay, yeah. even though he is like like he's not Tom Cruise. He's got an accent, you know. He's like yeah, yeah. he looks different than you know big action stars at the time, like. He talks different. He was not born here, like all that stuff. But we still, we just, we just loved him as this, like this action hero. Because yeah, I mean, it was definitely the template that they would use for movies like Predator. I mean, when did when did Predator come yeah. out? Is that like eighty seven? It's like eighty eighty seven, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I, like that's another movie too, where like every, like all the like boys on the playground and like talk about their favorite mm-hmm. scenes from that and like try to reenact it and yeah. like, try to try to reenact the handshake of like muscles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, it was like Jesse, the body is in that. And then like, I was like in this time, mid eighties, super obsessed with like pro wrestling. And yeah. so like, this kind of just fit into that with like the road warriors and like, yeah, like all that. I had like, like wrestlers all over my walls. So yeah. I was like used to looking to and wrestlers like, crossing o- wrestlers crossing over to become like action stars yeah. with like they mm-hmm. live and like you know Rowdy Roddy Piper mm-hmm. and like Jesse the Body Ventura and all this stuff. We were just so like these male buff 
bodies were marketed to little boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, all my action I, figures I were consumed a lot of them. Yeah. So. All my action figures were like <laughs> these He-Man <laughs> guys and like they it was just all the same mold of a body with a different head. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Maybe they had a webbed foot or something. <laughs> but you know, it was just we were just I think there was a WWF animated series. Oh yeah, as the, well. Uh, um, WWF superstars, WWF like rock and roll Super- superstars. Yeah, yeah. All that that was just really marketed these this image to little kids. Little, you know, even the the Thundercats had these bodies. Like mm-hmm. they all, had these bo- and I was here for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was there for it, um, and it was uh, like irony free. Right, yeah, it was like abs, pure, that's what, yeah. just bodies, yeah. with glistening muscles. Yeah, there was no like Channing Tatum no. dropping a couple jokes in there mm-hmm. to diffuse the situation. Yes. You know, it's like yeah, they were like legit. They were like not joking around. Yeah, that <laughs> that like high five between Carl Weathers and Arnold in the first predator. Oh yeah. 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 So good. It's so good. And it's completely irony free. Mm-hmm. And that shot today would have to be played for a huge joke. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they couldn't throw in the shot of these insane biceps and not just have some kind of, do you know who my favorite in uh predator was? He, I mean, he was like the hot nerd, the glasses. It's, uh, Oh yeah. It's, it's uh, his name? writer of, of Lethal Weapon, Shane... Uh, uh, Shane West. Shane West. Yeah. Okay. And he went on to like become yeah, a director. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, that a name? is that his name, Shane West? No, Shane West is a guy from... No, a- it's not. Hold on. Shane Black. Shane Black, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, the guy that directed... Um, he's a director. Yes, right? he's a director now. He did. Yeah, and he, he did like um, the Christmas movies or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Kiss, kiss, yes. bang, bang. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, yeah. His, and his big calling card thing was that he wrote Lethal Weapon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, so the screenwriter for this did um, uh, Die Hard. Okay. Which I think is like kind of like I feel like Die Hard kind of changed the action trajectory yes. of like of yeah. like Bruce Willis is more of like a normal every man, man quote <laughs> like, unquote, yeah, and like kind of being a, a smart aleck. And I feel like that kind of like led into the '90s of yes, you know, like Keanu Reeves being able to do Point Break and things like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was less about like pure muscle mass; it was more just about being like agile mm-hmm. and like because yeah. that's like kind sure. of that's what like JCVD is to me is that type yeah. of action hero where he's like yep. kind of you know quick on his feet and he's not so much just like pumping. He threw a scene, <laughs> pick it up, people, you know. Yeah, we just did our we just did a revisit of Speed, and that is definitely how Keanu is in that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've never seen that. Love Keanu. You've never yeah. seen Speed. I've never seen Speed. No, Iconic LA movie. You need to watch it. It's Ooh. great. It's got Beth Grant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, Sandy. I was, it came out when I was in high school, and I was like, "That's stupid." And yeah, I just never yeah. Made up for my. It's got Beth Grant, it's got Sandy, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's interesting that Bruce Willis is kind of, you know, the the crazy thing is that Bruce Willis in the 80s is considered like this everyman. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like now we have this idea of Bruce being like, he's fucking Bruce Willis, you know? But yeah. like at that point, he was an everyman next to Arnold and Sly. 
You know, yeah, so yeah. it's like anybody would look like, a, you know, yeah. a run of the mill dude. So yeah, I, uh, it's it's crazy that now. I mean, now we have to talk about either superheroes or yeah, kind of uh, self aware. Yeah, movies Comedic like action movies, movies like Commando don't really exist oh, no. in modern oh, no. pop culture anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I no. agree. I feel like it's more you, you see more of the kind of like um, Tom Brady-ish not Tom Brady, what the hell was his name? Tom Hardy, <laughs> Tom Hardy. Sure. but the other guy. Oh. Um, the mission, the other uh, Jeremy oh, Renner, uh, like Statham. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, like, yeah. You know, Car chasey mm-hmm, stuff. There's just mm-hmm. nothing like this. That's yeah. just like and, muscle men. And you can't even <laughs> compare something like John Wick to no. anything like this, yeah. too. Yeah. Like that's yeah. so its own thing. Oh my god! Like John Wick is not. Yeah, I love the John Wick movies. Yeah, obviously, same. but it's not that. I mean, no, John no. Wick is like, you know, cool with suits. I mean, it's like Keanu is not shirtless in John Wick at all. No, like he's yeah. wearing, he's completely, covered. he's completely covered. Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing like yeah. a cummerbund or whatever. <laughs> like he's not, you know, wearing black speedos. No. <laughs> he's, the, he's the Diane Keaton of action yeah. stars. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, um, gloves, it completes the look. <laughs> I've never, uh, I've never seen any like the Fast and the Furious movies, but like I wonder, mm. like you know, like, if they have any of that kind of like I not mean, taking themselves those, too seriously yeah. fun or. Well, and also I guess with those movies, they're so sincere talking about family. So I guess that <laughs> yeah. is like That's true. Uh, yeah, they do that, have that level of sincerity. That there they, is that level of sincerity. Yeah, they they could they could lean into the irony of it all, but I think yeah, they kind of understand that like. This shit's crazy. Why do we have Helen Mirren in our in our franchise now? <laughs> Charlize is getting her own spinoff now. Charlize yep. is getting her own spinoff. Yeah, it's great. So I think that that's true. I think at least with Fast and Furious, we kind of have something there. But yeah, um, there's just something about yeah. these these '80s movies that are just like they just lean so hard into the ultra violence, all of that. And yeah, when we get into things like Verhoeven and Total Recall and uh, Starship Troopers and all that with like the crazy bloodiness of everything. Well, and also movies like RoboCop. There's kind of like a fun subversive quality yeah. about them that yeah. they're right. sort of commenting on culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know something about something about those those mid early '80s. Just like <laughs> they stay with <laughs> us. I think this movie isn't as like widely. I don't know. It's. I feel like Commando people I'm, remember it. I'm but. kind of surprised that it's not talked about more. Yeah, that's but I feel saying. like if you ask people around your age, like I was talking to a coworker mm-hmm. today and he said this movie taught him how to jumpstart a car <laughs> of just like pushing it, <laughs> pushing it down like a mountain. So just like kind of like in first, like, you're good to go. <laughs> this movie is remembered very fondly with people yeah. around your age absolutely absolutely because mm-hmm. it yeah. was and this was also the time of this was the very early stages of people having vcrs in their homes yeah. and being able to revisiting watch movies, movies yeah. over and over again oh, yeah. so this was one of the first yeah. times action movies like that um i think you know rambo and first blood really kind of have their place but this is it's just so much more fun yeah, yeah. it's just so much more fun and, and watchable it's just watchable, you know? So Yeah, I, that's that's like the one thing that I said to Ben, I feel like when we first started 
watching the film again because mm-hmm. I was like, this doesn't feel like as aggressively straight yes. as like yes. a, a lot of those yeah. movies are. Mm-hmm. And I can't. And I, and I think it's just because I mean, a part of me thinks it's because of Mark L. Lester, just because he's got such a history with making like cult film mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking, oh well, I mean, the guy who directed Class of 1984 can't, you know, really fuck it up too much or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a part of me that also thinks too. It's just sort of like, yeah, I mean, it's funny enough and absurd enough to where it's not like taking itself completely seriously Mm -hmm. and like compared to something like Rambo, which Rambo to me is, feels very macho. Yeah. Yeah. In kind of a, in kind of a, a, like a darker way than commando. Totally. Yeah. Like the idea of sitting down and watching Rambo is like, what's what's going on? What, you know, I, and you get all of the the political aspect now with revisiting Rambo that Rambo three with the Taliban. It's like that whole thing. (laughs) Rambo works with the Taliban. No, (laughs) what? No, I don't want to, I don't even want to hear it. Yeah. yeah, And can we just hear it for an action movie? That is a cool 90 minutes long. I Ooh, love that. Perfect. Like perfect. chef's yeah, kiss. Marvel, make a 90 minute movie. <laughs> I dare you. I dare you. Yeah. <laughs> Not short. Yeah, and make, make two movies. If it's three hours long, turn that into two turn movies. Turn it into two I'm movies. Sorry. Come on, we'll pay. That's right. Yeah, we're going to be back next year. Anyways, like people are going to these movies like every summer, no matter what the fuck you throw yeah, at them. Yeah, seriously. Give them 90 minutes movie. Give people a break. Yeah, yeah. This is this this movie so fun, and I mean, this was a lot of fun having you guys on. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on. Oh my god, what a blast! Yeah, I haven't I haven't been had this much fun talking about Commando since <laughs> the, since the uh, ill fated date I was uh, oh my seven years ago. Okay, so. but we love you guys. I'm yeah. like TCM Underground. I am super bummed that my job has been scheduling me opens at 6 a.m. on Saturdays that I can never mm. tune in to the TCM Underground movies on Fridays. And we definitely mm. love We've your YouTube DVR show. Them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can watch Slumberground, Slumberground on, on YouTube. Yeah. Anytime, yeah, we love it. So. We love it. Yeah. So talk <laughs> talk a little bit about uh, uh, Slumberground and TCM Underground and all that stuff for our listeners, in case they're not aware. Uh, yeah. So uh, there's a, a late night cult movie franchise on Friday nights on uh, Turner Classic Movies. Uh, it's been going on since 2006, which is wild. Um, wow. And uh, I've been uh, programming it for that long, and it's just a kind of cult movie showcase. Like We play all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. It's pretty much the only place you can see Near Dark. I'm just throwing that out. <laughs> which <laughs> we have on the DVR. We recorded like, that. <laughs> From TCM Underground, and it's still on our DVR. It's still on our DVR from the yes. last time it was on Underground. Yeah, we started doing, um, during quarantine, we, we decided to start making these like little YouTube um, videos, mm-hmm. uh, basically kind of as like a pregame show for, yeah. the, for the, the Friday night movies. Um, and it's called TCM Summerground, and, and it's kind of like a roundtable uh, little show with Ben and our other colleague, Matthew. And then we have, like, somebody kind of swapping out, um, usually uh, one of our coworkers at TCM. But a lot of – now we're moving into, like, you know, having guests on and mm-hmm. stuff. And, yeah, it's been fun. Um, yeah. Awesome. Ben, <laughs> doing, doing a great job. Yeah. Always coming through with the, with the laughs. We yeah, need to get Matt on the show. Yeah, we got to get Matt on the show. Mm-hmm. That'll be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, but we lo- we love yeah. Underground and we love watching Slumberground. And uh, Millie, do you want to talk a little bit about I Saw What You Did? Sure, yeah. It's a podcast, um, a film podcast that I do with my uh, gal pal, Daniel Henderson. And um, it's on Exactly Right. Uh, comes out every Tuesday. So um, look for it on pretty much all the um, Everywhere, apps. yeah. 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 Anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah. yeah we yeah. love, we love, I saw what you did. We listened to a weekly. So great. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, yeah, Ben and Millie, thank you so much thank for you coming so much. on. This was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Thanks for it's having so us. It's so fun yeah, to be with you guys. Absolutely. Awesome. And, yeah. uh, we can't wait to have e- either of you on again in the future for something, uh, uh, something else. But until then, we'll, uh, we'll bid you adieu and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Right. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> And thank you so much for listening, everybody. Love Million Ben. Oh my God, there's so much. They're always so much fun to talk are to about movies. Are we best friends now? I think yeah. we are. We've been best friends for a while. <laughs> I know IRL. Well, uh, it's just about that time since the episode is running down. We uh, want to say hello to some of our Patreon friends. Shoutouts. Patreon shoutouts. <laughs> We'd love to say hello to our wonderful patrons, including Darcy. Darcy Miller. Darcy. She was on our Interview with the Vampire episode. I have known Darcy for years. She's great. Indeed. And thank you so much, Darcy, for uh, pledging on Patreon. We'd also like to say hello to Ted, Benny, Jermel, Melanie, Christopher, Susan, JJ, Shelby, Michael, Charlie, Muffy, Paul, Jamie, Drew, Jimmy, Genevieve, Don, Joshua, Emily, Melly, Aaron, Melinda, and Jim, Jessica, Nick, and Shannon, Christine, and Rufino. Thank you so much. So much for contributing to the Patreon. Sign up to Patreon. You will get our Watch With Us commentaries. Mm -hmm. We just released our Catwoman episode. So I have been putting up. We've been like a few weeks ahead with episodes. I have been putting yes. up episodes early. Yes. So if you would like to, and, I'll, and I will get in the habit of this because yeah. I just put up the Royal Ten of Moms. Mm-hmm. Patrons, you'll be able to yeah. listen to a episode a week ahead of the regularly released schedule. I'm going to try to do it pretty much as yeah. we record them. Yeah. So if you wanted to... Listen a little ahead. Mm-hmm. And that's every level of patron. Yes. I've so been doing can, every level of patron. Yeah. yeah. So you can go ahead and pledge to the our lowest level is one dollar, two dollar. Yep. I think it's a dollar. Yeah. I so think if our you, chastity pariah level yeah, is a dollar. Yeah, our chastity pariah yep. level. So if you just pledge for that a dollar a month, you can listen to our mm-hmm. episodes a week early. If you're all caught up and you want to do that. So, yeah, hey. You could also just pledge, you know, one month at a time if you want to pledge Mm -hmm. 10 bucks total. Anything anything we love. 30 days. And you can listen to our 20 plus Watch of Us commentary tracks. We have Mm -hmm. over 20 commentaries. You'll get all of the the newsletters Mm -hmm. linked. You'll get access to all of our past Mm -hmm. newsletters. You can read all of our fun, funny newsletters. It's really fun. And um, yeah, patreon.com slash movies that made us gay. We'd also love it if you would rate and review our show. Give us five stars. We'd love that. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You Mm -hmm. can give us five star ratings. It's very easy. All you do is smash that five stars. And it comes right in. You can also leave us a review if you're an Apple Podcast listener. And we'll read it on an episode. Yeah. So we love those reviews and um, the five-star ratings. You can follow us on social media. We're on everything on uh, Instagram and Facebook. We are at Movies That Made Us Gay. MTMUG Pod on Twitter. 
Yes, indeed. If you want to follow us, uh, our personal socials, my name is Pete. I am on Instagram and Twitter at Peter Lasagna. I'm Scott Youngballer on Instagram and follow my letterbox. Yes, indeed. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Or I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Bye. Bye.